nowhere in this decision do they criminalize abortion. All they're saying is, look, Roe got it wrong. This is a state's issue, and we're sending it back to the states. If the states want to make it legal, states can make it legal. If they want to make it illegal, they can make it illegal. That's up for the states to decide. That's not up for us to decide, and Roe got it wrong. Welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. And today we're talking about commies in the Supreme Court that are taking your liberties away. All the liberties? All the liberties. Not Mm. yet. Not yet. But they've started. I'd also like to say that this is probably going to come close to Dan's heart, if we're being (laughs) honest, because Dan is also a commie. Uh, (laughs) Today... He brought in proper 12, which if you don't know what that is, it's Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I actually feel kind of, well, and I got Irish in me. Uh, I'm pretty big Irish. There's actually a Jim Larkin statue in Dublin. Did you know that? I think we've talked about it before. Is there a Dan Wilkinson? Uh, nope. there's, uh No, there's the not. company that makes the no, swords. No, I, I actually looked it up. There is no Dan Wilkinson statue. statue. Nothing? No, nothing. You didn't look it up. I did. I Googled it. I, ba- I banged Just that so you shit. can use this argument. I, ba- I banged that shit and I've been waiting to talk I about this. I banged it. So I brought proper 12. It was a birthday gift to me from my sister-in-law. All right. So I'm not going to lie. It's actually pretty good. It is. It's pretty smooth. It's a lot smoother than I thought because the only Irish whiskey I've ever had is the two big ones. Jameson. Jameson and... Mm -hmm. uh, Bushmill. Bushmill. Correct. Uh, And I I hate them both. Really? I do. They just bite too much. I don't like them. Mm -hmm. The only time I would drink them is when I would go down to St. Patrick's Day Parade and I would take a flask with me full of Jameson. Just because it was St. Patty's Day. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'll take yeah. the bite today. Yeah, yeah, you know what? And the deeper you get into it, the bite goes away. Exactly. You know how it goes. Then I think there's water in there, and I'm like, what the fuck? But Man. this is actually pretty good. But then we looked at the proof on it. I was pretty sure that Proper 12 was called Proper 12 because it was 12%. But it's, <laughs> apparently it's not. It is 40%, it's, it's though. It's 80-proof, yeah. Yeah, it's 80-proof. Yeah. But, but it's not too bad. But let's get back to the commies in the Supreme Court that are taking away our rights. These sons of bitches, you know? Well... First time in history, a draft has ever been leaked. Mm. And you can look at it from both sides. I mean, you have to imagine that it was leaked by one of the Democrats staffers because they needed everyone to get excited and get behind it. John Roberts is very upset about this. He has sworn that they are going to find out who leaked it and they are going to meet the full force of the law. Do you know who has not come out and said that? Sotomayor. Or the president of the United States. (laughs) Or the president of the United States. He's too busy telling people to go to the Supreme Court Justice's house. Oh, yeah. Go to their houses and just protest. I picked up SCOTUS leak on Google search, and the first thing that comes up in my top stories is that the NPR reporter says leading theory on SCOTUS leak is conservative clerk. And that's from The Hill. Now, that's just in the populated one, so you got to imagine. Truly doesn't make any sense to me at all. Well... The theory behind that one yeah. is that it's going to make these conservative judges have to stick to their guns and not change their vote. Okay, but that's, that doesn't even make any sense because that is their vote. They weren't going to change it. This is the draft. This is what was going to come. They weren't going to change it. If mm. nobody knew about it, you were going to find out about it when it became official. Okay. So there was no reason to, to think anybody was going to change their vote. It doesn't even make any sense. The only way they're going to change their vote is from undue pressure from outside leftists. The New York Times says here, and the top populated thing of Google. Is, the New York slimes. Yeah, Supreme Court leak inquiry exposes gray area of press protections. And that's um, true, too, because a lot of times they can't go 
Okay. Oh, this was illegal. Who's your source? Well, but you know what? I think the press is protected. Even if it's stolen stuff and it's given to the press, I think they're protected. I don't think they can get in any trouble for running it. It's going to come back on the leaker or are they going to run into trouble when, is it going to be a contempt issue? And the judge is like, you got to reveal your source. And that's where you always see these guys going to jail. They're like, nah, I'm not going to do it. They're like, all yeah, right. I'm going to plead to 18 months. Have, have fun in jail. Half of it's going to be house arrest. Right. I'm good. Right. I'm not going to reveal it. So you can be on either side. No, you can't be on either side. Well, no, they're going to be. It is Sotomayor's law clerk. Mark my words. Mm, you're calling it. I'm calling it. Calling your shot. I am. You know what? I'm Babe Ruth. I'm sitting here with my saggy pants on right now with my bat. And I'm, wow. I'm pointing. Now, let's just say that I saw on Twitter that this particular clerk had a wedding and the same people that wrote this story were at the wedding. Did you ever hear or see that? Which clerk? So there's been talk on Twitter that it is Sotomayor's clerk. I don't know her name off the top of my head. I don't want to assume, but you're ready to shoot your shot here. I am. I think it's her. <laughs> I do. Everybody's been talking about it, but Sotomayor. She hasn't said anything. Right. You know, I right. feel like she knows who it is and she's just like, oh shit. Oh shit. So, oh, shit. so how do you feel when you're like, let's just say you're Kavanaugh or Amy Comey Barrett and now you got to go to work and look at this chick and go, thanks. They're yeah. all in front of my house now. Yeah. Right. Talk about making it awkward. Right. Because their whole idea is to put the heat on so hard that they don't make this decision. And what are they really doing? What are they doing when they overturn it? Right. They're just putting it back. Back to the States. To the States. This this is your thing. They're not legalizing or criminalizing abortion. Nowhere in this decision do they criminalize abortion. Nowhere do they say over the entire United States, like they did with gay marriage, over the entire United States, gay marriage is now legal. They're not doing that with abortion. They're not saying over the entire United States, abortion is now illegal. They're not doing that. All they're saying is, look, they got it wrong. Roe got it wrong. This is a state's issue, and we're sending it back to the states. If the states want to make it legal, states can make it legal. If they want to make it illegal, they can make it illegal. That's up for the states to decide. That's not up for us to decide. And Roe got it wrong, you know, and everybody's saying, oh my God, you're just going to make back alley abortions. You're going to kill women now. No, you're not. No, you're not. You think New York, it's going to be illegal. Michigan, Maine, Oregon, Washington, California. There are so many states. I mean, the last I heard there's 17 states that already have laws in place to protect it in case this were to happen. Yeah. There's going to be plenty of states where it's legal. Sure. There's going to be states where it's illegal. I can tell you right now, you get down into the Baptist South, man. You think you're going to find some abortion-friendly states down there? No. But if you caught our live from last week, you guys can all go back and check out our live on our Facebook page. When we were talking about this topic on our live, I said, okay, let's say Ohio passes a law that says abortion is illegal. Yeah. Nobody I know or any of you know is going to go, I'm going to sell my house and move to New York because abortion is legal there because we're all past the point of aborting fetuses in our life. We're not having more children <laughs> and Hey, put your money where your mouth is. If you care that much about it, roll. Right. Bounce. Right. Right. See ya. You move, but they won't free market society. And that's how it's going to work. That's what's going to happen. Michigan says, Hey, abortions are legal here. Everybody says, Oh, well, everybody who doesn't have money, they can't just up and go up there and get an abortion and come back. Yeah, they can. Greyhound tickets. What? Like, 13 bucks to get up to Michigan. Yeah. I remember when Greyhound used to be 68 or less in the commercial and then they fell on tough times and had to lower the price. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Dude, I got on a Greyhound bus once, man. It was for work. I got on a Greyhound bus and man, I don't want to shit on Greyhound. Right. But when I got on there, I was uncomfortable. Really? I was man. Some of the folks that were on there. I mean, I just 
Oof, I don't know. I'm sure there were good folks on there. Some of the people on there scared me, man. My wife took a train to New York City. I uh, know that would be fun. Well, I've mean, always wanted to take an Amtrak across the country. We're getting off. We oh, are. But, but but I've always wanted to take an Amtrak across the country. But we could also record episodes with the randoms that get on, right? And just talk to American people as we go across the country on a train. We have a lot of big ideas. Keep we this never, train. We'll oh. keep this train rolling. <laughs> we have a lot of big ideas. We never leave this space. Back to the communists. Uh, Back to the communists. (laughs) Yeah. So the leak is unprecedented. And if you really, really think they're going to find this leaker and prosecute them, it's, you know, I I don't. Let's be honest. So right now, going into 2022, going into the midterms, and I know we're a ways off, but not really. I mean, we're all. Oh, it'll get here before you know it. Sure, it will. And right now, are we talking about Afghanistan withdrawal? Nope. Are we talking about inflation? No. Are we talking about supply chain issues? Uh, no. Are we talking about gas prices? No. Today, Good Morning America was talking about a baby formula shortage. Yep. The SCOTUS thing. And they spoke on Ukraine for about a minute. So we're not talking about that. We're not talking about Russia. Are we talking about Hunter's laptop? Who? Yeah. You know what we're talking about? Roe v. Wade. That's it. And that is what the left is saying is going to be the hot topic for the elections. They want you to forget about everything else and let's just focus on this. And the conspiracy theorist in me wants to know how long they've been holding on to this. Did they well, all, did this they, is, did I they, think this is their nuclear bomb. I do. I they yeah. know they're losing the black vote. They right. know they're losing the Latino but vote. But they've had it since February. I know they've had it since uh, February. They, they've probably had it since before that. They're holding on to this because they need the women vote. And that is what they're doing. They're going after the woman vote right now. Okay. They're losing the black vote, right? So now we're going to we're going to pander to the yep, women. They're losing Latinos. Yep. We're going to pander to the women. Oh, shit. Blacks all through us. Let's yep. move on. Yep. So it is their nuclear option. I think so. Is what, is what you would call it. I think so. And you listen to them talk. Oh, like Pelosi. We've got a sound clip here from Pelosi talking about how this is just an attack on all women. And not only an attack on women, it's an attack on the Constitution constitution i'll tell you what these right wingers they're going to destroy this country they're going to destroy this country because they're going to stop you from murdering babies now one of the pundits i listened to brought up a good point Mm -hmm. i wanted to get your opinion on it should people stop swearing on the bible when they're sworn in and should they swear on a copy of the constitution how do you feel about that that's hard for me because i'm not religious Right. So that's hard for me. I understand where the Bible came from. We're swearing on George Washington's Bible. I think it is right for the presidency. Right. Well, for the presidency. Right. But everywhere else, it comes down from there. I mean, we were founded on those principles, sure, which is why we've always done it. Swearing on the Constitution. But you know what? Does does it matter? They swear to God. They, they, you know, they swear on a Bible and they violate their oath. I mean, does it matter what piece of paper they're swearing on, whether it's the Bible or the Constitution? I guess not. I'd love to see it. Especially for the presidency. You know what? Go down to the Library of Congress. I, th- I think is where it is, right? Let's bring out the original Constitution. Yeah. Even if it's under glass, bring it out. And that's what we swear on. We swear on the original Constitution. 1787, boom, put your hand on it. Yeah. That'd be cool. Dude, that would be cool, but it's not going to matter. I mean, you're just going to shit but you, on it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. If they can, if they can swear on the Bible right. and then violate, right. what, what else matters? But one of the, one of the pundits, I think it was uh, Dave Rubin, no, brought it up. And, I like it. And I was like, man, that's, that's a thought. So anyway. I like it. But here's the left. Here's the thought process. Or not even, man, I, it's hard to even say it's a thought process because it is a thought process. But you got Schumer, you got Pelosi, you got all the talking heads. 
politicians that want to get out there and just say whatever they have to say to sway the voters. But here's Pelosi talking about this. Of a decision that was an assault on women, lack of respect for women and their judgment. But it was a did violence not only to women, but to the Constitution of the United States. Violence. In case you haven't read the draft, it's a, a situation where they mock the former Chief Justice when Roe v. Wade was decided nearly 50 years ago. They mock it. They say privacy, they undermine it as a, as a value in the Constitution. President, forget about even though this bill, that this um, a decision nearly 50 years ago has been reaffirmed one form or another 14 times by president in the court, which they all said they supported. So what I'm saying to you was keep your eye on this, the substance of it. The press, excuse me, likes to say, well, there are two things here. The, how did the document get released and the decision? Now, the document getting released, okay, let's talk about that. What is important is the substance of it and what it means in the lives. Now, I have five children in six years and one week. Catholic, went to church in Poland and all that. So um, I, mean, I, I respect the views of other people for themselves. I don't think they have any business telling women how they should deal with their own reproductive freedom. So ridiculous. A couple things. Do you like how she glosses over the whole? She's like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get the, to that. The, how it was released, Ugh, you know, peasants. <laughs> uh, but that is undermining the entire institution of the Supreme Court. But, uh, you know, just whatever. But they don't have any right to tell women anything about their reproductive. Uh, they're not. They're not. If you read it, they are just sending it back to the states. They're not telling women anything. They're not saying you can't get an abortion. And we're going to talk about it later. They got it wrong with gay marriage, too. I support gay marriage. I do. I don't give a shit. Hey, man, go get married. Have a good time. If it doesn't infringe on me, I don't care. Yeah. My views about abortion don't matter. It doesn't matter how I feel. What matters is this is a state's rights issue and the states can take it up. Because just like everything else we say, if it's not in the Constitution. If it's not in here, it's, it's over, over there. there. <laughs> right. I like this uh, FBI search. Haas 21 on Twitter said uh, the FBI searching for the SCOTUS leaker. And it's a picture from a <laughs> birdcage. Birdcage. With her with the... FBI walking around with, with blindfolds on. Yeah, can't find her. Nope, didn't yeah. see it. Looked over here, can't see her. So I'll be damned, you know, because I imagine that that poor person that finally did it was put up to it. They were like, listen, maybe you, you, we have to do this because maybe these clerks are all coming out of college. Mm. I mean, I don't know if she put up to it or he. I don't know if it's a he or a she. I feel like it's a she. I don't know you why. Well, you're, you're assuming genders now? <laughs> I'm assuming that she's a she. She could identify as a he. Now it gets all confusing. I don't know. I don't know. This is a mess. Uh. Oh, so, yeah, it's a mess. It's a real mess because now what happens is there's a ton of people outside the houses of the Supreme Court justices. Yeah. And that's a big deal. They're protesting. the Biden administration will not lead you to believe it's a big deal. But it is a big deal. It violates federal law. There is a federal law against it. There is a federal law against it. And that federal law is 18 U.S.C. 1507, picketing or parading. And what this law says 
is that whoever, with the intent of interfering with, obstructing, or impeding the administration of justice, or with the intent of influencing any judge, juror, or witness, or court officer in the discharge of his duty, pickets or parades in or near a building housing a court of the United States, or in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such judge, juror, witness, or court officer, or with such intent, uses any sound truck or similar device or resorts to any other demonstration in or near any such building or residence shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than a year or both. They are there strictly to put the pressure on these judges to sway their decision. And it's illegal. Illegal. January 6th, look, we had a guy with a buffalo hat running around in there. My God, right? We're going to hang him in the town square. Well, how about the parents that were getting all fired up in protest on the school boards? The FBI was quick to get on them people sure and put them on lists oh, and, yeah. and call them threats and all Boy, that we're stuff. We were doxing them, right? You knew yeah. where they worked. You knew who their kids were. Right. Yeah, yeah. I will be interested to see how many protesters get arrested in this. Or put the shoe on the other foot. If there was a ton of conservatives protesting outside. No, there'd be calls for this. Yeah. There'd be calls for it. And whether it happened, I don't know. But, you know, you want to talk about January 6th. You want to talk about an insurrection? This is the same thing, man. This is more of an insurrection. This is more of an insurrection. You have somebody from the inside leaking information, knowing that it's going to create a violent response. Knowing that it is. Hoping it's going to. Hoping that it is. Right? Change the outcome of what they know is coming. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, January 6th was a joke. Right? It was a bunch of unorganized rednecks dressed up like Buffalo or whatever else they were wearing. You know, you had that guy running around with zip ties. And I mean, they were just, they were a joke. I'm not discounting what they did. They all need to go to jail. Can't break into the Capitol for fuck's sake. But an insurrection? Give me a break. Which one of those motherfuckers wanted to take over the country? Did Buffalo guy, <laughs> did Buffalo man want to be the president? I don't understand how this works. They say that they were trying to change the outcome. I mean, were they? I guess, maybe. But okay, but if you want to go to that, if you want to go and say that they were there and they interrupted the proceedings and they wanted to change the outcome, that's exactly what's happening here. But this ain't going to be January 6th. No, they're heroes. They're heroes fighting for women's rights. I do have a breaking news on Twitter from nine minutes ago. Okay. Unnamed investigators in SCOTUS Marshall's office have named Amit Jane as leaker of the Roe v. Wade option by Justice Alito. Jane, J-A-I-N, is a clerk for Sotomayor. Ah, <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. Look, and supposedly was acting upon her request. Sotomayor's? Developing. Oh. Okay? So this cat looks... It's uh, a guy. Indian, well, maybe. Indian yeah, yeah. descent? Yeah, yeah. What'd you call Pakistani, him? maybe? Yeah, definitely. Indian, Pakistani? Yeah. Oh. So that's the first thing that I've seen. Who, who's breaking that? Anybody uh, reputable? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jay Sweeney 10. Uh, uh, yeah, well, Jay Sweeney 10 could be on top of this thing, man. Yeah, right. All right. Listen, I'm telling you, I believe it. I believe it only because I know in my heart, in my bones, man, it's coming from Sotomayor. So CNN is warning that violence is coming, which is weird coming from CNN because you think CNN would be backing up the Democrats. You think the they're Supreme protecting. Court. Yeah, they're yeah running, you would think, protection. right? No, yeah. no. I mean, they are actually reporting on violence that's coming. Well, here's what CNN says. When officials are preparing for potential violence 
in the Capitol and nationwide after the leak of that Supreme Court draft opinion that would strike down Roe v. Wade after 50 years. All right. So they're saying that they are getting ready. I mean, they understand violence is coming. And if you don't know where violence is coming from, it's all over the place. Now, we only have a couple examples here, but it's easy to find. When they very first started talking about this, you got Chuck Schumer here. Inside the walls of this court, the Supreme Court is hearing arguments, as you know, for the first major abortion right cases since Justices Kavanaugh and Justices Gorsuch came to the bench. We know what's at stake. Over the last three years, women's reproductive rights have come under attack in a way we haven't seen in modern history. From Louisiana to Missouri to Texas, Republican legislatures are waging a war on women, all women. And they're taking away fundamental rights. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. Like, financially? First off, what's the whirlwind? I mean, that must be what CNN was talking about. Yeah, and he goes on in that, and I stopped it too soon, but he goes on threatening them that they are going to pay the price if they go on with these decisions. Now, this was back in 2020 when they first started thinking about it. This isn't like from today. But you have Chuck Schumer threatening members of the Supreme Court, literally coming out and saying, look, if you don't change your decisions, you have released the whirlwind. Mm. What's the whirlwind? I mean, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Are you scared of Chuck Schumer? (laughs) No. God. No. Chuck Schumer. Like he could be, oh, he's like a cartoon character. It's the weirdest thing. (laughs) <laughs> so Chuck Schumer, that's one, right? Mm-hmm. But you want to bring it into current day? Yeah. What do we got for current day? How about Lori Lightfoot, right? Oh, you want to hear what Lori Lightfoot said? Yeah. And this was when? <laughs> this was May 9th. Okay. So let's see. Today's the 10th. Today is May 10th <clears throat> that we're recording this. So yesterday, yesterday. what did Lori Lightfoot say? Beetlejuice said. Oh, uh, stop. <laughs> you can't say that. My bad. She's gay and black. Oh, great, Dan. We've been canceled. Y'all are going to be lucky if you ever hear this. Lori Lightfoot says, to my friends in the LGBTQ plus community, the Supreme Court is coming for us next. This moment has to be a call to arms. Wait. (laughs) No, 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 no. You misspoke. I don't even know if you know what you said. You said she said a call to arms. This moment has to be a call to arms. Action. A-R-M-S. A call to arms? Yeah. Not a call to action. Because a call to action would be protest, things like that. But the Second Amendment says we have a right to keep and bear arms. So Lori Lightfoot's now pro-Second Amendment? She's pro-two. She's pro-gun? She's on our team. Hey, congratulations, Chicago. She followed that up with a subtweet underneath her original tweet that says, we will not surrender our rights without a fight, a fight to victory. So So not only is she willing to take up arms in the city that you cannot carry a gun in... Lori Lightfoot is calling for people to take up arms against the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is coming for us next. This moment has to be a call to arms. A call to arms. We will not surrender 
our rights without a fight. You can't tell me that those words were not, and the fact that she hasn't taken it down, she meant every word she said. So you got the mayor of one of the biggest cities in this country, a democratically run city, full of Democrats. Where you can't have guns. Where you can't have guns, so they're going to have to go out of state to get them. But either way, it's a call to arms. Hmm. A call to arms. Can you imagine if Donald Trump had said, hey, look, this election was stolen from us. This is a call to arms. Can you imagine what would have happened? He would have gotten impeached. <laughs> Ted Cruz, call to arms. Jim Jordan, call to arms. Can you imagine what would happen? Mm. Lori Lightfoot says a call to arms against the Supreme Court. So anyway, CNN's got it right. CNN is absolutely right. There is violence coming clearly from the left about this decision. Well, anyway, here's the rest of the soundbite. Capitol Police are warning the far right is calling for violence against a religious group. Wait, did he say that? Is that a separate clip? No, that was the same one. He says Capitol Police. Are, wait a minute. The far right? The far right? Well, what about Lori Lightfoot calling for a call to arms? Now, hold on. Let me let me let this play. Clearly, there's more to it. Planning to rally for abortion rights. Whitney Wilde is live outside the Supreme Court. Listen, seeing fences go up there, uh, it's sort of like post-January 6th. What are you seeing, and, and what specific intelligence is worrying if it, police officials? Well, at this point, Sounds law like enforcement sources, several of them tell us that they are closely monitoring social media chatter uh, that suggests that there's a potential for violence against abortion clinic providers, abortion clinic staff, members of the judiciary. That would include the justices here, uh, as well as members. Wait. The right is going to attack the Supreme Court. Well, you now? see what she said there? What? Social media chatter. Yeah, yeah. Right? So they didn't have to cite anybody's name. No, no. They just go, hey, we're seeing it online and it might happen. Now, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of something that our buddy Jeff the Conspiracy Theorist said a while back, where he said a lot of times they'll tell you something to put it in your mind yeah. and then move on. Yeah. Well, let's listen to the rest. I don't this is what the fuck? to the federal government and what we know after January 6th. January 6th, we're back. We're back. This whole thing came full circle. They're going to be like, just because they're not wearing MAGA hats oh, doesn't mean they're God. not right wing. And what law enforcement knows across the country is that social media chatter can manifest into actual violence. Sometimes people really do say what they're going to do. Like Lori Lightfoot, like Chuck Schumer. Do any of those people say what they're really going to do? I must not be part of the social media chat they're monitoring. This is unbelievable. So CNN saying now it's not the left and it's not all the, what do they call them? The, the pink hats, the pussy hats, or the vagina hats or whatever the hell they are. It's not all those people. It's not those people that are protesting in front of the Supreme Court justices residences with their wives and their kids and their neighbors. It's not those people. No, no. Those January 6th. He just made again. it sound like that they're putting all that shit around the SCOTUS building just like January 6th. So he's implying that they're coming back. Oh, it's another insurrection. Another insurrection. You know what? The right's never happy. Doesn't matter. They're never happy. Look, now we stopped murdering babies and now they still they're gonna go, they're gonna go attack the Supreme Court justice because they, right. they like to murder babies. But also watch watch out for false flags, right? Watch out for uh, someone getting bombed and then being like, oh. Right-wing militia is responsible for this one because mm. they don't want Roe v. Wade over... What? Right-wing. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Dick. Oh, God. What? Disgusting.
last one I want to talk about real quick, and then we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk to somebody. But uh, so you got this Neil Catyall guy, Catyall. I don't know how to say his name. Anyway, so Neil here was on MSNBC, and Neil he held a very influential position. First off, Dan, do you know what the Solicitor General does? No. Right. Nobody does. I don't even know. I've heard of the title before. Uh, sure you have, but nobody and, and knows. Not, you probably have to solicit something. I, well. Or just, it. you have to solicit in general. Uh, my guess is Hunter's going to be the next Solicitor General. Okay. And he solicits. Okay. I'll look up what Solicitor General is while you, anyway, you pull that clip. So he was a former acting Solicitor General. So he wasn't even a real Solicitor General, right? Whatever the Solicitor General is. I don't even know. But anyway, here he is on MSNBC. And at first, I was not going to play this clip, but I kind of like this clip. We'll talk about it. You know what? Just listen to the very first thing he says. He's so upset about this. Well, do you want to, let, let's put it in context because oh. it says right here, the task yeah. of the office of the Solicitor General yep. is to supervise and conduct government litigation in the United States Supreme Court. Oh, Virtually all such litigation is channeled through the Office of Solicitor General and is actively conducted by the office. Okay. Okay. So he's got some knowledge of the Supreme Court, the inner workings. He knows. Position. Yep. He knows. Well, acting. He know, Sorry. I mean, it's better than I ever did. But he knows how the Supreme Court works. So listen to the very first thing he says. I'm sorry. Just, just I'm let, sorry. Him, let him get upset. Just let him. Yeah. You just mute your mic and have your moment. <laughs> Uh, honestly, I want to cry. Um, you know, I want to cry in so many different ways, but um, but just to start with the substance of because, this decision, this feelings. is as full-throated and a um, uh, muscular a decision as could ever be envisioned. And yes, after the oral argument, I think we all predicted Roe versus Wade was on thin ice. I think many thought it would be another year. Um, I mean, for the last three years, I've been saying, given once Justice Barrett got on the court, Roe's days are numbered. But to see it in print, um, obviously it's only a draft opinion, uh, but it sure looks like a real opinion. I mean, this is hard. This is not, it doesn't look like it's a deep fake or anything like that. He uses all of Justice Alito's kind of signature moves. Um, and uh, so it really does feel legitimate. And what it means just on abortion first is that states can now pass laws with no rape or incest exception whatsoever prohibiting abortion. And those are now constitutional. The Supreme Court will not stand in their way. Congress can pass such a law outlawing abortion in the 50 states. The Supreme Court will not stand in its way. So that's on abortion. And then the reasoning of this decision is so, as I say, muscular, it could attack, it could reach other rights as well, including the right of marriage equality, which is just recognized by the Supreme Court a few years ago. I mean, this is an opinion that Robert Bork would have written. This is not an opinion that most justices who have lived in our lifetimes would have written. And Robert Bork, of course, was rejected for the court because of these views. You know, this guy... Well, he says that Congress can pass a law to outlaw. It's never going to stand up. They call it codify? It's codify a law. Yeah, but it's never going to stand up. I mean, it, the they whole reason. They don't even reason, have the votes for that. The whole, well, the whole reason the Supreme Court, well, right. And or else they would have already the been pushing it through. Even if the Republicans got in there and took control of everything, we know how they work, right? They're not going to, Republicans don't like to rock the boat. But the whole reason they're doing this is to give it back to the states. That's it. That's it. They're not attacking women. They're not attacking women's rights. They're not attacking abortion. They're attacking bad case law. They're fixing a wrong. That's all they're doing. 
you know, when he says he wants to bring up gay marriage, that is wrong too. And you know what? And I think the Supreme Court should revisit that. I do. Now, I support gay marriage, but I think it should be a state's rights issue. And I think that the Supreme Court blanket decision over the entire United States was wrong. I mean, they're legislating. They're making, basically making law at that point, saying that, look, it's legal in every state. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's slow down. Ohio might not want that. Texas may not want that. I don't know. Oregon may not. It's a state's thing. Yeah, right. It's a state's thing. It should be a state's thing. Now, the argument to that, and we talked about this on the live, the argument that I keep hearing being brought up, well, if that's the case, then what about slavery? What about slavery? Why don't we just let the states decide slavery? And if Mississippi wants to have slaves, they should be allowed. What? It's absolutely insane. And what is the biggest difference, Dan? There's an amendment Correct. against slavery. There is a constitutional amendment that went through the process and outlawed slavery. There is a constitutional amendment. So you know what? If you want to get a constitutional amendment to protect abortion, okay, let's do it. Do it. Bring it up. Bring it up and let's get three-fourths of the states to ratify. You know what? If we can get everybody on board with that, okay. Fine, make it a constitutional amendment. Yeah, because you went through the process and you sure. like it. My only question is, is let's use California for an example. Yeah. When they go to make their video of, uh, come visit California. We got Napa Valley. We got the wines. You can see San Diego. Come on down to L.A. And we are the abortion capital of the country. Good for come you. Come to California. Hey, are they going to add that in there? Good for California. <laughs> That's a state's rights issue, man. If California wants to hang their hat on murdering babies, okay. Come see the Redwoods. Yeah, hell. Redwoods Nap- are beautiful this time of year. Napa Valley. Come drink the wine. And while you're here, get an abortion. Get an abortion. Get two abortions <laughs> if you stay long enough. <laughs> I just don't think they're leading with that. California can be a sanctuary state for abortion. Here's the thing is I don't have a problem with that. I really don't. If every state around us, let's say Pennsylvania, Michigan, Indiana, all legalize abortion. All right. I don't have any problem with somebody from Ohio going to one of those states and getting an abortion. That's up to you. That's not up to me. Listen, I am pro-life. I don't believe in abortion, but that's my belief. If you think you need an abortion and you want to go somewhere where the states have passed it, go do it. But when it's not legal in Ohio, I don't have to worry about my tax dollars going to fund it. Yeah. If Pennsylvania wants to spend their tax money on abortion and they want to say, hey, everybody come on in and get abortions. Okay. I mean, it's got nothing to do with me. I'm not getting one. Go ahead. I don't, you know, cool. I'll drive you there, I guess. I don't fuck, whatever. But now my money's not going to it because Ohio says, nah, nah, we're not doing it. And just like you were talking about before, when we started this whole entire conversation, you're like, what are we not talking about now? Right. A lot of people reached out to me, even when we were doing our long form conversations and they're like, why aren't you talking about this? Why aren't you talking about that? You know, 2000 Mules came out. Did you watch that? The Nesta Souza thing? I was like, no, I haven't seen it yet. Watched it today. Could do a show on it. It's to my understanding that he's got a really good case, but nothing you can really prove in court. There's all the evidence is done. There's a lot we could talk about, right? I mean, there's so much to talk about. But the fact that we're doing a whole entire show dedicated to this topic, we kind of took the bait. No, and I'm okay with that because I said all along, I I would like to get into more just discussions about just things I find interesting, right? Yeah. But there are certain things that we're going to have to talk about. We're going to have to touch on it. This is one of them Mm -hmm. because I see... 
these things online. I mean, every time I see somebody I'm friends with post one, I just shake my head and I'm like, that is not it. Right. There's one going around that's like, I'm not pro murdering babies. I'm pro Susan who got raped and doesn't want to have the baby. I'm pro Kathy who, you know, and it goes on and on and on. It's not again, whether you're pro abortion or anti, that's not what it's about. It's about, are you pro constitution? And one of these that one of my friends shared says pro-choice does not mean pro-abortion. Pro-choice means that no matter what your personal feelings or belief about abortion are, you understand it is not your place to make a decision for another woman about what she can and can't do with her body. Mm. And I read that, and normally I stay out of it. I'm like, that's your page, you do your thing. But I left a comment on this, and I said, pro-constitution does not mean pro-choice or pro-life. It means that no matter what your personal feelings or beliefs about abortion are, you understand that it's not the federal government's place to make a decision for another state about what they can and can't do with their legislatures. And that is what it comes down to. But I see all these people putting all these crazy posts up, and I understand that you feel a certain way about women's rights, but the Constitution has to override all that. The Constitution's law, it's not feelings. And your feelings... Don't matter. It always goes back to the feelings. Nobody them. cares. I don't care about your feelings. You know what I care about? I care about the Constitution. I care that the Constitution is followed. And if you don't like the Constitution, if you don't like the way that it's being done, then get on board with the Convention of States project and get this. And change it. Right. Legally. Change it. Yep. Let's go. Let's go. You think you got the support that you claim you have in this country? Let's go. Let's get an amendment up there. Let's get an amendment up there and let's see if all the states want to get on board. And if they do, then I'm going to sit back and say, well, I don't like this, but you know what? Fuck it. They, they went through the process. Yeah, they went through the process. I, I stand by the Constitution. Yep. Got it. Absolutely. Got it. So as we were saying, we're supposed to be talking about a lot. I mean, this whole administration is underwater and they know it. They're underwater on every single topic except feelings. <laughs> oh, this is a great one for them. Oh, great one. Great one. They're not going to let this go. So this came out a few days before we voted in primaries here. I would also like to point out that I saw today, I don't know who was reporting on it, but I did see a blurb that all of the Supreme Court justices who were in favor of overturning Roe are still in favor of overturning Roe. So it doesn't look like anything's going to change. But they won't make that vote right before November. Oh, no. This They're is, not going to excite the whole entire. No, listen, once the draft comes out, you're only a couple weeks away. It's already been done. It just has to be formally written up and signed. And, you know. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it, we're not talking months. This is a couple Yeah, they were weeks. saying it was supposed to be June, July, no, roughly, it, is what I saw. A couple weeks. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be long. It's not going to be long. Wow. So, why are they getting us off topic is the question. So, that's why we got to call Jeff. Oh, Jeff. You yeah. Sure you want to bring Jeff in on this? I do. I mean, I know he's got something. He's a little crazy sometimes. He is. We can't let him get off the rails because mm. he'll have something for this and then he'll have something for us for the next one. All of a sudden, this is a four hour episode. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying, Jim. Let's press the magic button and get Jeff the conspiracy theorist on. Mm, I don't know if it'll work. Let's see. Here comes the magic button. Hey, it's Jeff the conspiracy theorist. I'm an analyst, damn it. Do you think it worked? Jeff, you there? Hello? Oh my oh, God, it worked! 
It works. It's a magic that button. All we have to happen. All we have to do is hit it. And he's magically here. <laughs> I was on a call with my mom. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden, <laughs> here we are. We got you tapped like the CIA, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> uh, shit, we override every call he's on. Yeah, he's on a work call. We're just like, nah, hey, it's Jeff. Jeff, we're doing a show about abortion and the leak that happened mm. from the SCOTUS draft. And our question to you is, is there a reason it dropped in the time that it did? What say you? Well, it is very coincidental that it kind of lined up with one of the Pfizer drops. And there has been some talk about the number of abortions is going to be dropping probably considerably over the next couple of years. And the talk, I'm not claiming this is my own, but the talk is that uh, it's to offset the number of miscarriages and infertility issues that people are having because of the vaccine. Hmm. Can I say vaccine? Can I say oh, that? that's right. We weren't going to say that. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a, a tag yeah, underneath we this gonna, episode. Oh, God damn it, oh, Jeff. Shit. All right. Well, nobody's going to hear this episode, so... <laughs> We should have called it a vacation, not a vaccine. Well, what are you talking about? First off, I haven't even heard of this crazy talk about Weird. You haven't heard about the Pfizer dump? Well, no, I've heard about that, but I didn't hear about this whole miscarriage. Oh, because in the 80,000 pages that they wanted to release in 75 years, was it 75 years they had or Mm -hmm. 55 years or some shit? They got them to release it early and it was 80,000 pages and... You probably had to dig way, way in the back. You know, it's probably on page 72,540. But what's it say? What's it say, Jeff? I mean, how many miscarriages Uh, are we talking about? Well, the numbers aren't there yet. That's only two years old or a year old. There's just no long-term studies. Everything that you look at online about studies and infertility rates and, and miscarriage data regarding vacation it all concludes that there isn't enough data. So they say that it's safe. They say that it doesn't affect fertility rates or have adverse effects on miscarriage rates, but they still conclude that they just don't have enough data. So there's no numbers um, out there floating around at all telling you how many miscarriages, if there's more, if there's oh, less. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, the, the miscarriage rate's like 30% in the U.S. That's a, that's a lot. Compared to what? One in four, one in three. No, currently up to 2020, 2020, it was about 30%. And there's some speculation. And it's just speculation right now because you can't predict the future. I can't tell you what the numbers are going to be. But there, uh, there are some circles that have been hinting that you're going to see an increase in numbers for miscarriages and infertility rates over the next three years. So I wasn't I wasn't seeing that at all as far as a reason why it would drop like it would. I was thinking they were trying to distract from the mess that is the administration and they were trying to distract from Dinesh D'Souza's 2000 Mules movie that that dropped and has caught the eye of a lot of people and has been kind of successful even though he uh you know put it out in a limited edition in some theaters and he put it on Rumble I think or or whatever platform he put it on. I watched it today no. and it's it's really interesting. Now, that is a whole other conspiracy theory that's out there. So the Supreme Court justices right now have been given 24-hour protection because supposedly of this leak about Roe v. Wade. But there's a lot of people saying that 
the 24-hour protection is in place as a cover for a potential ruling on the election, the 2020 election. Oh, Because they say that there's some overwhelming evidence that the court has been reviewing, and there is a potential that this could be overturned. That what could be overturned? The election. No way. Wow. No way. It's not happening. Constitutionally, it's not happening. Now, people may be yeah, held yeah. accountable at some point, but you're not going to overturn the election. Well, constitutionally, you could. I don't think so. I mean, if there was cheating involved. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that there was. I'm not saying that that it's going to come to fruition. I'm just uh, letting you know what some of the inner circles are talking about. You know, I'm just um, nervous about, I'm nervous about shitting on those inner circles, right? I'm nervous about saying, nah, yeah. they're, they're fucking crazy because everything, not everything, but a lot of what they've been saying over the last few years just takes a couple months to come true. Right. All of a sudden it's true. And you're like, shit. And I'm not betting my house on it or anything, but I mean, it's, it's definitely something to think about. If there's enough evidence out there, do you overlook it? I mean, if there is some evidence that there absolutely was some illegal activity. I don't know. I guess the problem is that everybody has been hearing since this happened. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. It never comes. Like in August, it's going down and then August comes and goes. It's like Mike Lindell, man. And I was on board with him at first. I'm like, God, this guy knows what he's talking about. Nothing ever comes of it. Oh, you know what? All the National Guard troops are down in D.C. because they're going to arrest Hillary and all that. Nope. Nope. As Barr said, these things take time. Yeah, but that's the that's the easy way out. Yeah, like, are they going to wait to the end it of this is. administration? <laughs> exactly. And then go, yep, then, you know what, everything, uh, sorry, we'll, we'll do better next time. <laughs> but that also leads into a our, whole, our that also leads into a whole other conspiracy that this is all just a pacification project to keep us sitting back biting our nails, waiting for something to happen while they make mass changes to negatively affect us as, uh, as citizens. We could get into that, and that's, that's a whole other topic. But it but, keeps us at each other's throats, too. They always want to keep us separated. Mm-hmm. Divide and conquer. Yeah, the divide and conquer is, is 100% it. But back to the old abortion thing. I guess we can really slide into some deep waters uh, if we get off it. We're just trying to focus on that right now. That's a problem with calling Jeff. You call Jeff, you're like, Jeff, what do you think about abortion? Next thing you know, he's like, look, 9-11, I'm telling you guys right now, it's <laughs> fucked up. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm telling you guys right now. We're, we're going to have a two-hour special on 9-11. <laughs> Shit. Well, it's got to be six months removed from 9-11 because I'm not even going to get close to 9-11 with that bullshit. Because when we have a 9-11 episode, I am the fucking anti-guy, right? I'm going to be like, you guys are fucking crazy. So I guess we'll all have to... Well load up our guns and get ready for this. Maybe we'll have you in studio. <laughs> right. But, but yeah. from what you're saying, Jeff, it sounds like it, it seems to be more than one Avenue for the reason of the timing of this whole entire thing to, to be released. Cause I think they've had it since February. I think all the clerks have known since February. I think they've been holding it since February. Yeah. But when did they, I, I would, oh, yeah. I, and I don't know the answer to this, but when did they start proceedings on this? When did they start? I, I heard November. It? Oh, well, I guess so. Because that's when we played Schumer. Yeah. And that's when they started. Mm-hmm. With, all right. And, you know, he right. caught wind. Yeah, yeah. He talked that shit. Well, you know what? This, the Supreme Court, 90% of everything that they hear is made public. You know, they, they put it on, on the docket and the Supreme Court website and everything. And you can you can see what cases they're they're hearing. And you, you see 
pretty close to once decisions are made, you're pretty much up to date on it. But that's 90%. So dumb this down for me. Dumb this down for me and explain what the conspiracy theory is on this again. That they released it with Pfizer because why? What are they trying to accomplish by releasing it with the Pfizer dump? It will take away the attention from the details of the Pfizer dump and also that they will offset the number of non-births based off of the ruling being reversed. Hmm. So it's a twofold thing. And I can buy into that because that's one of the things we talked about in this episode was what are we not talking about now, right? We're not talking about Hunter's laptop. We're not talking about inflation. We're not talking about the gas prices, botch withdrawal from Afghanistan. We're not talking about Benghazi. Oh no, wait, I'm still talking about that. I'm sorry. It's not a, we're not talking about the billions, the Ukraine, right? Right. We're not talking about the omnibus bill anymore. We're not talking about, that was a good episode. That was a good episode. (laughs) We're not talking about any of that shit anymore because of Roe v. Wade. It's, It's polarizing. And and most of the big news stories that you see, they're distractions for something. I mean, that if these big news stories were broke as they happened, I mean, they, they'd have no benefit to the well. To the let me to the people that are. We already these. played this once. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna let it roll for a minute with you. I just want you to hear it because this actually comes into one of the things that you talked about in one of your prior segments here. This is CNN talking about violence breaking out because of the decision. When officials are preparing for potential violence in the Capitol and nationwide after the leak of that Supreme Court draft opinion that would strike down Roe v. Wade after 50 years, Capitol Police are warning the far right is calling for violence against a religious group planning to rally for abortion rights. Whitney Wilde is live outside the Supreme Court. Listen, seeing fences go up there, uh, it's sort of like post-January 6th. What are you seeing and, and what specific intelligence? All right, so that's all you really need to hear. If you remember, you're planting mm-hmm. the seed. So now they're saying far right. They're saying January 6th. They're saying mm-hmm. that something could happen. And then if you let that roll a little bit, we talked about it earlier in this episode. You want, you want me to let it no, roll? No, no, I'll just tell them. They're like, social media chatter says, yeah. social media chatter, they can't pin it on anybody except for Intel is saying social media chatter. Mm-hmm. So there's a... Christian group that all of a sudden switched side and they're pro abortion. And now there's a right wing group that's going to go meet who is it? Is it the Westboro yeah, West Baptist? Right. Is that who it is? <laughs> now I figured it out. Yeah. It's the Westboro Baptist. God hates soldiers and faggots. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Cause they represent all of us. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, Jeff, we appreciate your well, insight to that. So uh, go ahead and uh, grab the last word yeah. while we, uh, while we do a, us well, a little hit for this old granddad for uh, Josh McTarian. Hey, yeah. We're going to hit a little bit of the old granddad for Josh McTarian. Listen to uh, two episodes ago. Hi, Josh. Josh McTarian, mm-hmm. Twinsburg police officer who was brutally executed. Old granddad was his drink of choice. And every episode, we will at least slug old granddad once. So to Josh. To Josh. To Josh. All right, Jeff, it's all yours. Well, I just want to be clear so the Ministry of Truth doesn't uh, come down on me. These are not my thoughts, not my opinions. I just take what I find and relay it to you so you can make up your own decision. Do your own research. You're just an aggregate, right? Yep. Yes. Aggregate the data. And try to sift through the bullshit because there's a lot of bullshit. You know, that's it. Me and Dan were talking before this thing started, and he said, you know— 
he said, I don't know if we need all these clips because everybody's already heard it all. And I told Dan, I'm like, I don't know if everybody has, right? People come to these shows to get caught up on what's going on. They don't do their own research, right? Maybe they're too busy. They're working. They got families. They, they don't have time to sit in front of the computer and go through all these sound bites and go through Twitter and find all these sound bites. And that's what we try to do. And that is your position in this thing. You're the one that goes in and looks at all these conspiracy theories and you figure out yeah, which ones are plausible, which ones are absolute lunacy. And then you come here with the plausible yeah. ones. So no, we know, we and, know it's not just necessarily you. And you know, you, we say plausible, there's a lot of things that could be plausible, but you have to know where the money is in these research studies that people often refer to. When there's a research study done on a particular topic, the old adage, follow the money, it is so accurate. Right. You have to follow the money because research studies, they can be tainted with money. If a lab is given a $10 million grant and the guy that gives them the money says, you know, we'd really like it to come out this way. And the lab guy says, well, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to run the numbers and whatever comes out, comes out. They're like, oh, you know what? Actually, I'm going to pull that $10 million grant back and I'm going to give it to somebody else who's going to kind of show me the results that I think are going to happen. You would be surprised at how often that happens. And it's an unspoken thing in the medical laboratory. I forgot about this trash talk thing where Jeff can't hear us. Way. We have a button called trash talk. kind of want to make them happy. And Don't we can talk shit about people. Jeff and he can't hear us talking shit about him. Dan, you want to talk shit about Jeff? He's done. We were talking shit about you. I forgot all about this. We have a trash talk button on here. And while you're talking, we can hit it. It mutes you. From hearing us. Yeah, from hearing us. So you can't hear what we say. So if we wanted to talk shit about you, we could just hit this button and talk shit. I mean, unfortunately. Oh, we don't. that's funny. Well, that's what. <laughs> Sounds like, oh, that's funny, dick. Well, let's walk this out uh, from where you left off. You know what? I have that same button. <laughs> you know what? You're lucky though that we don't really want to talk shit about you because you <laughs> you make way too much sense. No. All right, Jeff, we appreciate you coming on and, and giving us your insight on why they dropped this leak when they did and all the other tangents you went on. We always appreciate it. <laughs> so uh yeah, we'll talk to you soon, bud. All right, Jeff. All right, thanks all for right. letting me talk. Yeah, man, we'll see you guys. All right, bye. Have a good one. All right. So anyway, we got to go, man. We, we've gone way over here. We've gone way over. I just want to thank everybody. I got a new thing I'm trying out right now. And the first person to send the numbers 1776 to Dan at PBAPodcast.com wins. So excited. Wins what? I'm just excited to see. Bitch, who. we don't have anything to give. Well, I do. So we will see who the first person is. <laughs> oh. I'm going to send that shit right now <laughs> before this thing even drops. I'm going to send it. That doesn't count. So whoever listens oh, to the show boy. when it drops on Monday all right, sends me an email to Dan at PBAPodcast.com with the numbers 1776 and nothing else. Don't put anything else but those numbers. You will win. And then you'll find out what you win. And then we'll put it on the Facebook page and we'll have a good time with it. All right. And then we're also going to put a post up, but I'm going to put it here because I think we're getting more reach here than we do on the Facebook page. We want to have an upcoming episode with Jeff and anything that you want to talk about conspiracy related, send us an email either to Jim at pbapodcast.com to Dan at pbapodcast.com and let us know what you want Jeff to talk about. And we'll pick the best ones that come up and we'll have a whole episode with Jeff talking about what his conspiracy theories are on those. I know Jeff's big on 9-11. He wants to have a whole episode. 
the one that gets me, and I don't know if I want any part of it. Don't even say it. Dude. No. But if people ask for it, if, they can get it. But all right. All yeah, right. Leave right. it at I that. I won't say it. God leave damn. it at that. That's making me sweat. Yeah. It really is. It's freaking yeah. me out. I don't I want know. to be any part of it. Nope. People are getting sued over that shit. I know it. Just yeah. leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So anything you want, man. Moon landing. I mean, you name it. Anything where there could be a conspiracy theory around it that you're wondering about, just hit us up in an email and we'll uh, we'll get with Jeff. Yep. We'll have it done. Also, we need everyone to send messages to Minuteman Coffee because we're behind those guys and we want them to Actually, sponsor our show. All right. As always, we thank you guys for your support. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you could drop us a like, drop us a five-star review, that really helps us out. You can find us on Facebook at Pod Bless America. And you can find us on Twitter at Jim and Dan Show. You can find us on Getter at Pod Bless America. And you can find me at Jim at PBAPodcast.com. And you can find me at Dan at PBAPodcast.com. So until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Dan. And Pod Bless America. 